You're listening to Inside the Huddle with Jay Foreman, sponsored by Advanced Medical Imaging. We're back, Jay Foreman, Inside the Huddle, brought to you by Advanced Medical Imaging, 7601 Pioneers Boulevard. Last segment before we hand it over to Pete Ferguson um, and his crew. He always does good things. Sunday mornings or Sundays is always uh, fun-filled and packed here at the Ticket. But I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the, uh, well, two big big games, right? You had the Red River rival rivalry between uh, Oklahoma and Texas, and Oklahoma uh, went onions on them. And uh, Dylan Gabriel is now etched in history of that game. Uh, played out of his mind, was unstoppable, and Texas collapsed. I thought Texas was the number one team in the country. I did too. Going into it. it was it, the Both teams are still... <laughs> Still should be favorites probably, but yeah, nonetheless, yeah, impressive, a, impressive win for Oklahoma. It, Gail Williams. It was one of the best games of the year, um, which it always is a great game regardless of the mm. records. The thing I was impressed about with Oklahoma is how physical they were, and maybe it's like Texas. I felt like when Texas played Alabama, they were way more physical than Alabama. So Texas, you know, transition to the SEC might be, you know, a little bit better. Now it's one game, so you just never know. But um, that was, needless to say, a great game. And um, But then on the flip side, it's a, it was a sleepy game. Georgia Tech at Miami. Georgia Tech is 2-3. and three. Miami's 4-0, and oh, looking to go 5-0. and oh. Um, thinking that, you know, they grab a couple victory, more victories and they might be in the, in the position to get to the championship game or get into a New Year's Day bowl game, right? All the stuff that Mario mm-hmm. Cristobal has came in, great, great staff, made some staff changes, pushing the uh, pushing the alumni and the, and the powers that be to in, invest in facilities and stuff like that. And here you are. And now I will tell you this. this is the, the way that Miami was ending this game is how 99.9% of the coaches want to end the game. Ball in the offense's hands. And you're running the clock out. Georgia Tech had one timeout, mm-hmm. right? Burn their timeout. Miami got the first down, or Miami got the first down, ran the ball. Georgia Tech another second, another another timeout. Miami ran it on second down. At this point in time, there was only less than there was less than a minute left in the game. Yeah, it's fifty something <laughs> seconds. So the play clock is what thirty five seconds. So 35 plus 35 is 70. That's higher than 50, 58 seconds. When and you know, give it up to the announcers. They said, "Listen, I don't know what he's doing. All you this is you just kneel it and the game's over." Yeah, they were pretty critical and right. should have been. And even <laughs> and even the play before, mm-hmm. even on the second down play. Somehow some way and, and granted, they were running the ball. But there's always that one there it's not even a 1% chance. It's like a 0.0001% chance. Especially when Georgia Tech knows we got to rip this ball. We got to rip the ball out. Yeah. So they ran it all the way down and they ran the ball on third down. Now, carry the runner to me looked like he was down, but here's the problem. It was ruled a fumble on the field mm-hmm. and the angles weren't very good. And Georgia Tech ripped the ball out as he was going down. Now, it if you said it's a fumble after reviewing it, I could get, deal with it. If you said it, he was down, I can understand it as well. But it was ruled a fumble on the field, right? Georgia Tech gets the ball because they couldn't overturn it. They come out and run a uh, <laughs> they run an under route and kind of like a seven cut by the uh, 
the slot receiver, mm-hmm. the nickel corner or the nickel safety or whatever, goes for the interception. Mind you, Georgia Tech has no timeouts left. And there's two seconds when they snap the ball. Right. So but no, play- that's the that's the play leading. This is the cause and effect. The Miami defender misses it. Georgia Tech receiver goes about eight or nine more yards, gets out of bounds, sets up the play. Mm-hmm. So now that you know, you tackle them in bounds and you lay on them a little bit. You get slow up. You can maybe t- tap the ball a little bit or something. It's done. Well, Miami d- didn't either. Well, they had a good rush. They ran a they ran a defensive line stunt, which is probably not the thing that you want to do because, first of all, everybody's just nervous and on anxiety. Because look, those dudes, the defenders, I bet you a lot of them had their tape off off their wrist, so they're pass rush and run it. Well, the Georgia Tech quarterback did a really good job breaking contain. They went in a scramble drill to the receiver number six, Carey, who actually transferred from Alabama to get an opportunity at Georgia Tech. And then I think Georgia Tech's quarterback in the transfer portal came from a it was a text it came from a Big 12 school. Broke contain, looked like Brett Favre, dropped a dime mm-hmm. to Carey. Kitchens, probably one of the, if not the best safety, one of the best safeties. He does also the Cardinal sin, right? Goes for the pick, misses, right? Bites up on it. Carry catches it. Game time. Game time. Walk off. You know what it is? Well, they got they got the kick return that they they threw chucked bet in the backfield forever. Yeah, that, 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 that's yeah. done. That, it was, that, that was game. Yeah, that was it. That, <laughs> yeah. that game. It was game time. Yeah. You know what it is? You know it was that game, and you know what else? It must be like Miami and Florida State. I was it was also this reminded me of. When Jacksonville State beat Florida State mm. on the walk-off. It, a sleepy Saturday after there's been some upsets. Florida State dominated the whole game. I'm like, man, these dudes ain't going to get it. Game. But Florida State got outplayed in that game because Jacksonville State kept playing. Yeah, this was worse. This was a coaching error of epic magnitude. It's your fifth win when you're trying to build your team back to get back to respectability and national prominence, you as a coach can't do that. And what's going to be most interesting is the hangover for next week. He's lost faith to some players because as much as you're demanding on the players, the, the players are demanding of the coaches and expecting you to make those right decisions. Didn't and, put him in position to win. No, and you saw the the lineman yeah. crying. Yeah. I mean, it took it to heart, man. That was a tough game. Georgia Tech ain't no punk. You had it. You lost it. The coaches lost it. Jed Fish, I love you, my brother. You should have went for two. Anytime that you can upset a team like that and you're at Arizona, you got to go for two. I understand it. But I believe in Jed Fish out there, the Arizona Wildcats. I gave you a pass today uh, because Mario Cristobal saved you. So send him some flowers, man. But uh, always the quickest hour in the dark times of Sunday morning. Um, Inside the Huddle with Jay Foreman brought to you by Advanced Medical Imaging 7601. Pioneers Boulevard, holla at you next week.